Hey tribe and welcome back to the Empower Yourself with MLG Coaching podcast. I'm your host Mandy and this is episode number 10. Staying motivated can feel like trying to hold on to an ice cube on a hot summer's day. At first it's refreshing but then it quickly becomes slippery and evasive and melts away very quickly leaving us with nothing but a hot and unsatisfying drink. Today I'll give you the five do's and don'ts of motivation so you don't have to feel like it's something you can only have and maintain under perfect conditions and it will help you to make it last beyond the initial moments. Let's get into it. So many of us struggle with motivation. We have big dreams and goals, and what often stands in our way is lacking or inconsistent motivation. And what not to do is just as, if not more, important as knowing what to do. So that's why we'll start with the don'ts. The first don't is don't do things because you think that is what others want to see or expect from you. You have to love the reason why you are doing it. If you are doing something because you want to fit someone else's image of you, you will hate it and most likely won't be able to sustain it. Now, just to clarify, there's a difference between doing it for your family or for someone you love to enhance their lives, although that can also be a trap, but I won't digress into that today, and doing it to gain someone's approval of you. Now, the latter will catch up to you at some point and will probably make you resent that person over time because you will feel it is, quote unquote, their fault when you feel how it is draining you and that it is making you feel unfulfilled. So don't do things because you think that's what others want from you. Second, don't. Don't have too many things that you have to be motivated for. Consider how many hours you have in a day. To become really good at something, you often have to put in the daily work. And when you sit down and actually work out a realistic time schedule per day, you'll see why you often don't stick to what you want to achieve. Often it's just not reasonable. Now, if you have too much you have to be motivated for and you inevitably have to give one of those up, you'll slaughter your confidence once again. We tend to overestimate our time and energy, so be very conservative with how much you put on your plate. Rather under-promise and overperform, and then increase over time. Third, don't. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Just do it. Don't say you're going to start exercising or working on a new project. Just go. Everything I share comes from personal experience and I've seen the more I talk about doing things, the less likely I am to do them or the shorter I keep at it. You want to get your dopamine hit from your progress, not from talking about and imagining it. Next, don't outsource your motivation. It's no one's business but yours. Now, this is such an easy trap to fall into. We often look too much at immediate feedback from outside sources to keep us going. 
For example, the amount of likes we get or the enthusiasm of those around us or the opportunities that are just supposed to fall into our laps. If you outsource your motivation, you give your power to others to trample on and it will not only stop you, but will also crush your confidence. And by the way, this also includes looking for external confirmation from others that you are still on the right track. There's a big difference between you reviewing and improving your process versus accepting uninformed criticism from others. Last don't, and this is a big one. (laughs) Don't think you are going to be able to feel motivated all the time. This is super important and you'll have to set your mind on that before you start. That drive you feel at the beginning of a project when you are excited and feeling strong to tackle the obstacles will, and I repeat, will subside over time. In the beginning, it's fun, and then it becomes really boring when you have to do things over and over again, and when there's no fast progress you can see, and when you have nothing glamorous to show those around you yet. You have to get your expectations right and during this time we'll have to dig deep to keep going. And this is the time when you'll need the following tools and mind tricks to keep you going. First do, know why you are doing it. The actual definition of motivation is a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. This has to be very strong and compelling so it acts as your lighthouse. Because in difficult times, you want to be able to draw on that reason to give you strength and purpose. When what you do has a purpose, it becomes a heartfelt mission that goes beyond your current mood and will allow you to keep your focus there instead of on the storm that you're in. Do number two, have a plan in place that you can call on in times of low energy and drive. Now, I'll give you a few examples of that. The first one would be a reminder of your why. And a technique that I like to use is to write myself a letter at the beginning of a goal that reminds me of the reason why I started. And I even call myself out on my usual patterns. So for example, at the beginning or even now, if you're in the middle of your goal, you can write the letter in this way. If you are reading this, you are probably tired and have forgotten why you even started. Here's why you did. And then you state your reason. And then you can go on to say, I also want to let you know that being here where we are now is unbearable. So please keep going. And you can even list the reasons why it's unbearable to stay where you are now. And of course, you can also call yourself out on your usual traps and patterns that you fall into. This will really help you to get you out of that rut and out of that hole and remind you of why you started in the first place. You can also use visualization, so what you want to look like, what lifestyle you want, or what problem you want to solve for the world, and use that as a way of pulling yourself forward. Also, you can have smaller little tricks during the day that will help you. For example, I have certain music types that I listen to for different state of minds. So for example, if I need strength, I have a certain song, and when I listen to that, that usually gets me up and going again. Or if I'm lazy and I'm not in the mood to work out, I will look at a motivational video by David Goggins or Arnold Schwarzenegger and it takes about five minutes, then I'm pumped and ready to go. 
Another thing that I love to use, and I know this is a little old school, but you can use a timer on your phone, is that I have an hourglass. And when I really need to focus on something, I do delayed gratification. So let's say I want to look at my phone, but I know that I need to stay focused. Then I flip my hourglass and until the last grain of sand has fallen through, I'm not allowed to look at my phone. I don't get up and go to the bathroom. I don't make myself a cup of coffee. And I really just stay focused on what I need to do. So plenty of things that you can use. I'm sure you know, if you think about it a little bit, you know about ways that you can keep yourself on track or just experiment with it and keep a list of that handy so that you know you have something to fall back on in times where it gets hard. Hey, next do, visualize how crap you are going to feel if you don't get going and visualize how great you are going to feel if you do. And choose whatever leverage has the most effect on you. So for some, it's negative leverage and for others, it's positive. So just to explain what I mean by that, negative leverage would be getting yourself in a mental space where you can't stand to stay where you are one more second. So really focusing on how your genes is pressing against your stomach and not being able to stand that anymore or not being able to stand the fact that you can't find your stuff in your disorganized closet or the fact that you always come up short at the end of the month because you didn't stick to your budget or and this can be an ouch one is to remind yourself that if you don't do something now you'll still be exactly where you are now in five years time. This thought can be so unbearable that it gets you right into action mode. On the opposite end is positive leverage. So to use our previous examples, visualizing how good it will feel to have loose fitting jeans or to be able to easily find what you need in your closet or to always have a buffer left at the end of the month that you can save or spoil yourself with or how your life will be different and beautiful in five years' time if you start now and keep at it. Using this mental leverage can be highly effective because it takes you from focusing on your procrastination-inducing thoughts toward focusing on really wanting to get the hell away from where you are now. Next one, do the progress to extraordinary model. I did an in-depth episode on this model last week in episode 9. And this model focuses on progress rather than perfection, which will keep you from burning out. So in a nutshell, you want to break down your goal to easy levels and focus on one step at a time within that level. And each level consists of four steps. So first of all, you start to take action. Then you review and improve your method. Then once you've reached that first level, you stay there for a while to integrate it into your life and then you prepare and focus on the next level. And from there, the cycle starts again. Now, this allows you to grow in a sustainable way with small victories you can celebrate along the way. And it's exactly that which brings me to the next point. Do reflect on and celebrate your progress. We tend to focus on what's lacking and use that as evidence of not being good enough and that will massively drain your energy and drive and motivation. Reflect on your successes, no matter how small, as often as possible, since this will prime your mind to seek out more success. 
Whenever a discouraging thought comes up, imagine having a defense attorney in your mind, whacking it with counter arguments of positive evidence. Now, in closing, I want to leave you with a gift today that you can start using right now. I am gifting you a day zero. This means as of right now, you are free from past disappointments. You are free from the things that haven't worked out and you leave your past identity behind you. You have taken what you needed to learn and that, together with your vision, are the only things you have in your backpack as you embark on your new journey. Welcome to your day zero. May it be wild, wonderful, and an empowering adventure ahead. Thank you so much for joining me again today, friend. I am proud of you for being on this journey. You got this. I have full faith in you. Just never stop. Always keep on going. And always remember to live an empowered life. I'll catch you in the next one.